Hi, I'm Amanda Alvarez. I'm Brazilian, as you noticed my accent at some point. I love the outdoors, especially rock climbing and alpine climbing. I'm also the international marketing manager for the Trello app at Alassian. I've been working remotely for over four years now. Although I've been working from home for such a long time, it doesn't mean that my work was not impacted by our current global pandemic crisis. So today, I want to share a story on how remote work helped me understand my thoughts and seek opportunities while in the midst of chaos. You know, remote work taught me a lot of things about myself, but far more important, it taught me the importance of looking inside instead of outside. I believe we are all born to do great things. There's not only one single human being that has the potential for greatness. But society hypnotizes us to forget about who we truly are. We are born in this world with an open heart, full of power and speaking our truth. At this stage, we believe the world is a safe place. Then something happened to most of us. The doubts of those around us become our beliefs. We embrace their limits. We adopt their fears. We go through a few traumas ourselves. And this starts shaping who we are now. The author of best-selling book, The Biology of Belief, Dr. Bruce Limpton, talks about how from birth to around age seven, we operate primarily in brain wavelengths that are very close to a hypnotic state. This means that when we are kid, we are literally a sponge, soaking up every little thing around ourselves in order to record good and bad behaviors and emotions. This means that everyone develops beliefs from early childhood, some of which are supportive and some of which are limiting. Let me give you an example. Children who are treated as though they are loved and valued will develop the belief that they are loved and wanted. On the contrary, children who are abused or neglected will tend to develop the belief that they are unworthy and unwanted. There are many ways to identify limiting beliefs. A natural way of doing that is by listening to the little voices in your head. It's that voice that's constantly telling you that you cannot do, be, or have something. All right, why am I saying all this? Well, since I started working remotely, those little voices started to pop over my head more and more often and becoming more and more clear. The truth is that they were always with me, but I never actually had the time to pay attention to them because I was constantly distracted by other things. For example, watching a bunch of TV series, gossiping around, going to many social events, or even keeping myself busy, busy, busy not leaving time to grasp some air and just be. With fewer distractions and more long time, especially at the moment we are all going through, I started noticing the tone of those voices. How often they were talking to me and in which situation those voices were linked to me to go where I wanted to go. Let me tell you a personal story that I went through this year. Every three months, Alaska holds an event called Ship It which is a 24 hours innovation time to work on something outside your job description or take on something to improve your team's work. This year, I decided to participate by leading a project which I had no clue on where or who to ask for help to develop my idea. 
I'm a very quiet remote worker who doesn't virtually socialize much, but in order to be successful, I knew someone who had some specific programming knowledge that I didn't have. I would have to search for that person in the company. Before submitting my idea to the project board to recruit people to be part of, I instantly thought, no one is going to care about this topic. We are in the middle of pandemic, Amanda. No one will have time for this. And finally, the inevitable thought. This project will be a failure. I should just give up. Not a great way to start a project, right? From my years of experience working remotely, I learned that when something is uncomfortable, I tend to procrastinate it a lot. One day, on my one-on-one meeting with my team lead, she asked me how the project was going. And I would say, yeah, I'm planning to work on it this week. But in my mind, I was actually saying, why did I tell her I was going to do this? Now I have to do it, otherwise I'm going to look like I'm not reliable. Or if I look like a fool, or I don't know what I'm doing. Did you notice my tone of voice right now? It's exactly the tone of my internal dialogue. They are a bit harsh, demanding, hesitant, panicking. They are certainly not encouraging. They actually make me feel that maybe I'm not good enough, that I'm not capable of doing it. But as I said at the beginning of this audio, we are all capable of doing extraordinary things. And that's something I live by every day. I even have that sentence written next to my mirror in my bedroom so I can remember. So this time I decided to listen to my internal dialogue and change it to make it encouraging. Instead of complaining or putting my actions on the hand of the other person or situation, I would say, all is good, just breathe Amanda. Let's see how I can best prepare myself for this particular challenge. There are chances that this can fail, but if I don't try, I will never know, right? So first, give it a try. The worst that can happen is no one will help me, and I will put my time to at least draw a possible solution to execute the plan when I have more resources. Do it as a learning process rather than it has to be done perfectly how I want it. And this is sort of how I talk to myself. And here's the result. In the end, I not only managed to have the right people in the project, but we also won the prize for that shipping. Can you believe it? I have to be honest with you. I was definitely not looking at any prize at all. I just wanted to get my idea developed. So I can tell I was indeed shocked by the end result as well. I want to share with you the process I went through and hope you can apply to your life when you start questioning yourself. This process is actually a work I often do when I climb mountains. I've been climbing high altitude mountains for the past three years, being one of them, Aconcagua, which is the highest mountain in America with an elevation of over 22,000 feet. So here's a quick breakdown on how I managed to turn my negative thoughts into opportunities why I think this is not the right time. The key here is to do a self-reflection. Going through that process, I realized that I was telling a story to myself that was not even real. I was also using excuses of the current situation to block me from moving forward. Tony Robbins once said, the only thing that's keeping you from getting what you want is the story you keep telling yourself. 
taking a moment to reflect on my internal voices and noticing the tone of them helped me understand that those voices would definitely not encourage me to move forward. So here are four actions for you to take away. First of all, take a moment to reflect on internal voices. Second of it, notice their tone of voice. Is it playful, sarcastic, demanding, harsh? Third, try to change it and make it more encouraging. And last but not least, list out possible outcomes and how you would like to go about them. Remember, everything is possible. It's our thoughts that limit us from moving forward. Today, I see that remote work has empowered me to live the life I chose to live, for which I am eternally grateful. It also reminds me that I'm responsible for making my own choices. No one else is. I am where I am because I chose to be here. I hope my story will empower you to build the life you want to live. And remember, we are capable of doing extraordinary things in this world. Don't let your thoughts tell you otherwise.